All right, so I'm here live. I'm Diane Corns talking to Ryan Hildreth today. Let's see what's up, Ryan. How's it going? Thanks for having me on, Diane. Appreciate it. Thanks for taking some time to do this. So Ryan is a marketing guru on social media, correct? (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can say that. All right, so tell me a little bit about that. Like, how'd you get into it? How'd you get started? Like, your whole background. Yeah, so I I was actually working at Investment Bank and... um, you know, I was going to college at the same time. And I just knew that, you know, college wasn't my thing. I spent six years in college trying trying different degrees. And my last one was business finance, because I was like, okay, I'm going to get into the whole investment wealth management world. And I was doing some research on, you know, how many marketing dollars are being spent on print versus digital. And I saw that shift. And I said, my, my boss was like, well, maybe you can help me get some clients through Facebook, through Facebook advertising. So I asked the marketing director and he told me, he was like, oh, you know, Facebook is for nine-year-olds that play Candy Crush, like my daughter. And two weeks later, um, I actually quit the job because I saw the opportunity there. And I took a few courses about digital marketing and social media marketing. Um, so I decided to just go for it and drop out of school and quit my job and start an agency. So that's kind of like how I got started with that. Wow, that's interesting. So you dropped out of school. What year were you when you dropped out? Um, I had one more year left. So I had two more semesters to finish my degree. And I decided um, my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, she told me to just, she knew I was unhappy. So she just said, why don't you just go for it? And you can always go back to school if you want, you know, school will always be there. So that's kind of how I did. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I also, I dropped out of college my senior year, but it wasn't for better purposes like that, you know, so I probably should have been around. (laughs) That's cool. So um, everybody these days online wants to know like, you know, what to do, how to market themselves. Everybody has their own tactics. Everybody is like a marketing agent online. There's like Mm -hmm. with the explosion of Instagram and Twitter. I mean, there's so many people claiming they know how to do this stuff. So what, like, what about your company is like, or what about your business sets yourself like a like, you know, different sets yourself apart from most people who say that they can also do yeah you do for sure i think that you know there are people out there that do claim um to be a marketing expert but aren't practicing what they preach and i think that's the only difference is just the consistency of actually doing it right so when i started my agency um i quickly scaled it i was making about eight thousand a month you know from zero so for me that was like insane money because my goal was ten thousand a month like i just wanted to hit ten thousand for some odd reason and once i hit that goal i had you know several clients that i was dealing with and i realized like you know it's it's difficult it's difficult dealing with clients maintaining relationships and kind of i I was kind of in the same position so i said how can i take these skills that i learned like facebook advertising and you know google adwords that kind of stuff marketing in general i'm going to apply that to something that's a little bit more hands-off and that's when I started affiliate marketing. Um, and that's kind of something that I've started since the beginning and that I do pretty much full time now. So with affiliate marketing, you don't have to deal with clients. You're basically promoting businesses, products and services um, 
but you don't have to like ask them to promote or they don't have to pay you a retainer. You are paid based off your performance. Um, so, but coming back full circle to your question, I think that the only difference between like someone who claims to be a expert marketer and someone who's actual expert marketer is just consistency. You can see that, you know, is that person running ads? Is that person like teaching? Is that person, um, you know, helping others get results as well. And for me, like, as long as I'm getting, you know, my clients results and I'm also practicing what I preach for my own personal brand, then it's a win-win for everyone. So awesome. I see you seem to be a yeah. goal oriented person judging by that whiteboard behind you. So, it's yeah. so yeah, so I, I write all my like three to four goals per week. I usually don't put any more than that because if I put more than three, I usually don't complete them all and then I get upset. So I'm like, okay, three, three main goals for the week. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. And if you don't mind me asking, where about do you live? Like what part of the, do you live in the U S and if so, where? Yeah. So I'm in Southern California. Oh, nice. Nice. So just cool. about an hour South of LA. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. All right. Cool. I used to have friends that live in Santa Barbara. Um, and I used oh, really? to live in LA for a little while. So. Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. All right. So yeah. Okay. So, um, I saw like you made a video the other, well, I don't want to lie and say when it was, but I saw it the other day and it said mm -hmm. like, um, basically how to make about six grand a month on Instagram, right? Which sounds yeah. like a total dream, right? Like yeah. who wouldn't want to find a way to make six grand a month on Instagram? Um, like how, like how long do you think it would take for the average person to get to that point where they feel like, okay, or where those kind of results are coming in? Because realistically, the average Joe might not have the same knowledge that you do, the same, you know, finesse, the same skills, the same like yeah, intricate understanding of social media. So for the average person who just may have like 200 followers on Instagram or something, how, I mean, what's the mm -hmm. process for them to even get to that point that you it's it's just time like we all we all have the same 24 hours so i think it's just prioritizing like how much time i'm going to spend learning and then how much time i'm going to spend applying what i learned uh that's that's like the biggest factor for me of course i dropped out of college and i quit my job so i had all the time in the world where i know some people don't have that luxury you know maybe they have a full-time job they have kids they have you know, maybe some debt they have to pay off. Um, for me, I had credit card debt at the time, but um, I, I had all the time in the world. So I, I, I basically, every single day, sometimes I would stay up, you know, 18 hours a day. Like I would take a course and then I would, the next day I would just apply everything I learned. So realistically, it just depends how much time you want to spend. Is it easy? No, definitely not. Um, but if someone is willing like to just make it happen, because of the situation they're in, then I feel like anyone can do it. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm the smartest person in the world. I, I, I didn't get that good of grades in college. You know, I was like C, B student. Um, but, you know, if, if one puts in enough time every sing, single day, I would say eight to 12 hours, you know, make it a full-time thing. You can get, you can make 6,000 in a month, easy. I think it's, it's very doable. Understandable, understandable. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, what is like the like from doing marketing, 
like online mm-hmm. marketing? What's like the biggest project you've had or like, or even if you've taken on something like affiliate marketing, what's the most amount of money you've ever made like doing affiliate marketing for a company? Yeah, so actually the first time I did, well, there was a few companies I did affiliate marketing for at the beginning and I would make a couple hundred bucks of just, you know, pretty passive income. I'd make a review video, put the link in the description of my YouTube video, rank for those keywords and like, you know, get some sales. But um, the first real significant amount of money I made was actually promoting a buddy's course. So I had a friend who released um, an Amazon course and, uh, you know, I told him, I said, hey, well, you know, I think some of my following would really benefit from your course because my buddy was making, you know, 20, 30,000 a month on Amazon. So I said, wow, like you got to make a course and I'll help you promote it. I have a, you know, somewhat of an audience. I think I had a thousand subscribers at the time. And, you know, I'll see maybe some of my audience will want to, you know, dive into your course. And um, that year, I think I did around 50,000 just from affiliate marketing his course. So as far as, well, actually it wasn't in a year, it was like in a couple months, a span of a couple months. So that was kind of the biggest sum of money I made from affiliate marketing. Now, uh, the biggest project I work on, I actually collaborated with a guy named Hayden Peddle. He's my business partner for our social media marketing course, um, where we teach people how to build a social media marketing agency and go out there and get clients um, and help them get results. Uh, He flew down from Canada and we spent like, I think 75 hours filming. We didn't sleep that whole week and we launched that course and, you know, it, it did well over $200,000 $200,000 in the first month. So um, it, it was pretty significant for me because I wasn't making anything four months prior. I literally made $200 four months prior. So that really showed me that like anything is truly possible. It all depends how many people are you willing to reach and help? Like how many conversations did you have? How many, um, how many views did your video get, right? Like how many people did you actually spread your message to? And I think that's the the real factor. It's not the dollar amount, like, oh, how much money do you want to make? How many people do you want to help? How many people do you want to reach? Yeah. Understandable. And the other day, yeah, you also said something interesting about like the different niches on the internet as far as there's like dating, you said like fitness. And what was the other one? I forgot, but it was interesting. Um, how you broke so people, people want to make more money. People want to you know, feel good about their bodies. They want to look good. They want to feel healthy. Um, and people want obviously more sex. They want a good relationship or a partner that they can confide in. So I think those are the three main niches or like wants that people desire. You know, like I I think for me, when I first started, I actually, um, before any of the marketing stuff, I was into the, you know, the dating scene success with women because I didn't know how to talk to girls. So, for me, like I, I hired pickup coaches. I hired, uh, I you know sought out mentors that were good at talking to women because obviously I got to learn from someone that's good at it. So um, I wasn't a natural, as they would call it. So that that's kind of the first shift of my self development journey was like in dating, and then I kind of transferred that energy and the same principles that I learned from the dating world into business. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's so cool. I like how we're both repping our like. Shirts today. I've got nice. only yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, cool. nice. Nice. random. Oh, that's awesome. So, okay, cool, cool. So, 
Veen, would you ever take on clients like regular people who want to market their social media or anything like that? Like, just like if I was right. a girl and I thought I was cute and I'm like, oh, well, I want to market myself. Would you then take on a client like that? Yeah, I would. I take on consulting clients. I still do consulting work where I help, you know, I'll jump on a call, a Skype call. I'll do evaluation of their social media and I'll help them prepare a strategy. I don't do retainer clients like I used to. Um, I do have um, a good business partner of mine who has an agency. So I kind of like if if someone needs those types of services like social media management, I'll just hand it off to my uh, business partner. So that's really cool. That's really yeah. cool. So, um, yeah. And I know like, OK, I know we just spoke like in we just before this stream, you said you're we're not going to go into the details about the messiness of BitConnect or whatever. But I have to tell you, from my personal opinion, like um, as a human being who is imperfect and has a has a you know history or whatever, I have to say I admire you for you know going through that and coming out as what seems like a better person who is even more dedicated to your goals, even more goal oriented or focused on or you know has a clear vision of what you want to do as far as marketing. I'm glad you didn't let public opinion kind of knock you back and put you six feet under. Um, For sure. Yeah, of course. I I think it was definitely a learning experience for me. Was it a big failure? Heck yeah. Heck yeah, it was a big failure. But I had to look back and see like, you know, everyone goes through setbacks. Everyone, no one is perfect. Am I perfect? Hell no. Um, But I had to learn from it. Uh, You know, obviously, I was early into my entrepreneurship career. Am I still early in it? Definitely. So I think for me, it was like, I was just too attracted to kind of like fast results. And that's something that not, it doesn't get you anywhere. You know, it it did more harm than, than good. And I think like my strategy now is just long-term results. Everything that I do is very calculated and it's not for, one month out or one year out it's for like five 10 15 years down the road like how can i better my family how can i provide to my students my clients and get them results so that's pretty much my strategy now that's wonderful i can definitely relate to that it's like it's all great until it goes wrong and then you but you i feel like people who go through things like that have the advantage in this world because you are now one step ahead of the curve you know, while everyone yeah. else will sit and blame you for, you know, poor choices that they also probably made themselves, you know, they yeah. will also, what will most people do, move on to the next quick buck for themselves. They'll, you know, we yeah. saw people move from BitConnect to da- Devore coin, okay, after mm-hmm. they were just pissed off about BitConnect. Meanwhile, yeah. you were able to learn from your circumstances and take more of a long-term approach in your life. So, again, yeah. that's that speaks volumes. Um, what I'll ask you this one kind of personal question about like, you know, and then we'll get off this, but was it like when that happened, did it kind of mar your reputation? Did it make it hard to get more business at first um, coming out of something like that? Or did you just. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, because my, my positioning wasn't towards marketing anymore. It was more towards, you know, that space and, like, of course, yeah, my whole brand, like I, I made the decision going into it that because I wasn't thinking long term, I said, I'm going to, you know, 
make a big impact in the space. And like, because I, I'm currently interested. And that was kind of like, obviously I built my, a brand around that. Like my, my YouTube channel exploded. Um, you know, I had, I had, I think I had around 20,000 subscribers before that. Uh, so, you know, obviously I had to reposition my brand and kind of think about what I wanted to do. So 2018 for me was like, you know, what do I want to do long-term? You know, how am I going to reposition myself and just be consistent with that? No matter, you know, no matter the noise or the haters or whatever, because obviously that's going to come with anyone. Like I, I have a lot of successful friends and, you know, I had to ask them like, you know, have you been through stuff like that? And they're like, dude, three, four, five times. Like, this is not going to be the first time you're going to go through big setbacks and this is just tiny. So I had to say to myself, like, okay, I'm not going to let someone or another person tell me that I shouldn't be on social media or continue with business because of a failure or a setback, you know? So that's kind of my approach towards it. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons that's, that's what I like to hear. Cause that's one of the reasons I gravitate towards um, wanting to interview you. I know, you know, we don't want to get into the, the, BS and the nonsense, but overall, like that's one of the things that I really like to see in people is those who like overcome um, the setbacks, people who overcome mm -hmm. the court of public opinion. Um, yeah. And personally, I mean, as someone who has now experienced this, what is some advice you would give to someone who might find themselves in your position, who's being judged, who's being criticized by public? I mean, one yeah. day people loved you because, you know, they thought everything was going to go great. And when it didn't, now you're the devil. Now you're this. Now you're that. Right. Like, what is what is some advice you would give to someone who might end up in your shoes? Yeah, I think I think it's important because not a, a lot of people that do go through this celebrities, you know, people like that, they, they don't really talk too much about it or give advice on it. So I think it's valuable. Um, I think number one, you have to love yourself. Like you have to forgive yourself and then let it go. <laughs> because My mom says, wow. Yeah. Like, I mean, <laughs> we're, we're all human. So if, if you're going to let not, if you're going to just keep that negative energy around you, you're going to move nowhere in life. You're going to get nowhere and you're going to let other people control your life. So if you are going through something like that, uh, you have to let it go. Um, you know, just, yeah, love yourself, let it go, forgive others for being spiteful and hateful, forgive others. And I know it's super, like, of course, in a perfect world, like, of course, we'd want to, like, forgive others. And it's hard to do that. But, you know, that's something that I constantly have to practice is, like, if I get a hate comment or something like that, I just need to be forgiving of that person because it's not, it's usually not about you. It's about them. They're just projecting their, you know, maybe they have a shitty life or maybe they don't like something in their life. So they're projecting that on you because who in their right mind has the time to watch a full video and then comment something like so hurtful, you know what I mean? It, they must be going through a lot of pain. It's something that I actually learned from my wife, you know, like just being more empathetic. So uh, yeah, that's something I've, I've gone through a lot of growth and, and changes uh, from this whole experience. So do I regret it? No, definitely not. I, like, I, I'm glad it happened because I had to go through this in order to grow and get to the next level. That's great. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And I'm sure like 
going through this also kind of made you do some introspection that helps you kind of grow in your personal relationships or relationships with family sure. or all of that. You kind of have to take a step back and be like, all right, who am I? What's yeah. going on? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's just great. And I, I'm, I'm so interested in it too, because like uh, I just started golfing and practicing golfing and I look at guys like Tiger Woods, like what he went through. I was watching some videos. I'm like, Oh my God, like they totally just, shamed him and like made like and, and of course what he did was you know bad but that's his personal life like you know that shouldn't have to do with anything with golf but you know that's that's the part of being an influence being you know someone uh with a big following something like that you just you have to like unfortunately people will objectify you and not treat you as a human because no one's perfect not even tiger woods but hell he he made it back and made the, uh won the masters last week so that was pretty amazing <laughs> nice all right so i mean okay so cool so you i mean i would i personally would put you in the category of a more of a successful marketer even with all the you know whatever man all the other stuff yeah. um so i would say i want to ask you how just a couple more questions like how long did it take you to get to the point where you considered yourself successful like i mean of course you know having nice cool cars like your McLaren yeah. and stuff like that. But you yeah. know, oh, like, yeah. From when you started to now. I don't know. Sometimes like I, I, like I'll think like I'm not successful yet, you know? And, and it's that constant drive to just be a better, like be a better version of yourself and just keep going. Um, so I don't know. I think success is, defined by the person like for me success is happiness being able to do what i want when i want where i want and you know i think that i achieved that when i decided to make the decision to drop out of college quit my job and start business because that's what i've always wanted to do so i think even at that moment even though even though i didn't have monetary success i was successful because i finally made a decision for myself instead of listening to my parents and everyone around me and stuff like that so Wow, cool. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens. I know those days. It's a little, <laughs> right. it's a little it was a little bit off track from yeah. what, but that's great. Okay. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. I just really appreciate you taking the time to uh have a chat with me and talk to me and the people. I'm sure they're gonna be really excited to hear from you. Um For sure. so that's really cool. And just thanks and keep doing your thing, really. Just keep keep at it. I'm yeah, <laughs> Appreciate it, Diane. Yeah, most definitely. So, all right. And um, where can the people find you? Just go ahead and drop all your social media stuff. And yeah, website. the best place to um, reach out to me, you can DM me on Instagram at Ryan Hildreth official. That's probably the best place to go. Um, also check out my YouTube channel. I have plenty of free content on there that you can utilize to build a business, make some extra money, that kind of stuff. Cool beans. All right. Thanks a lot, Ryan. I appreciate it.